The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Suppose one of you has a friend to whom he goes at midnight and says, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, for a friend of mine has arrived at my house from a journey, and I have nothing to offer him. And he says in reply from within, Do not bother me. The door has already been locked, and my children and I are already in bed. I cannot get up to give you anything. I tell you, if he does not get up to give him the loaves because of their friendship, he will get up to give him whatever he needs because of his persistence. And I tell you, ask, and you will receive. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. What father among you would hand his son a snake when he asks for a fish, or hand him a scorpion when he asks for an egg? If you then, who are wicked, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? The Gospel of the Lord. Have any of you ever had like a, a family friend come over to your house late at night asking for, for food, loaves, bread, cups of sugar? Yeah. Yeah, I, it's really funny. I mean, there's, there's always humor in the scriptures, and yet there's also like serious um, messages that God has. So the humor in this, right, the friend comes over, he's asking for loaves of bread, and the guy says, don't bother me. The door's locked. My children and I are already in bed. I, can't give, I cannot get up to give you anything. But you got up to talk to me at the door. Like, you're already up. Like, just go to the pantry. Grab the bread, man. Just, like, hook me up, you know? So that's the humorous part. Like, you're, you're already awake. Um, but yet the message, right, is it's not so much in the asking and sometimes not even in the friendship it's in the perseverance, the persistence that requires us to, to seek out knowledge. And so I think about that in other parts of our lives. What are times where we've had to just be persistent in asking for something? We're trying, to, uh, we're trying to do something over and over and over again to get better at it. So, you know, learning to ride a bicycle. You know, how many of you can ride a bicycle right now with just two wheels? All right, who's still using some training wheels? Couple? Yeah. Now, those that rode or ride on two wheels, did any of you ever fall when you were making that transition? Yeah, I know I did. I remember, I remember the, the day I was learning to ride a bike with two wheels, and the house that we had had this front yard with a slight decline. And so my dad had me on the bike. He's like, are you ready? I'm like, I think so. He's just like, go. And I start going down this like incline, like, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. When in reality, gravity was doing it. I wasn't doing anything. And then I get to the bottom, like, I don't have any more speed. Bop. I just fell right over. And yet, like, we had to keep practicing. And we practiced on the grass a few more times. He's like, all right, we're going to the road. I'm like, I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> but we did it, right? So persistence in practicing something gets us to be good at something. The same is about prayer. And when we, we, we like, oh, I tried talking to God, but he never, he never answered me. He doesn't listen. Well, 
How many times have you tried? Once, but I mean, that was enough. No, no, no. Time out. Back it up. Rewind that. Seriously? Like one time you tried and, that's, and you're done? Like, no. We keep practicing over and over and over again. So that's kind of like the whole first part about perseverance. The second part when he says, ask and you receive, seek and you'll find, knock and it will be open to you. I have a question. Have any of you ever found or seen an image of Jesus knocking at a door? Has anyone ever seen this? Maybe, maybe not. Okay. Teachers, if you get a chance today, just Google. Um, it's probably just Googling like, Jesus knocking at door. So yeah, Google Jesus knocking at the door. And I want you to look at the door. If you've seen this image, you might, you might recognize it. Um, if it's the one I'm thinking of, at least. And if you look at the door, you might discover that there's no door handle. So that's an interesting thing, right? Because if I go to a door, like, okay, our doors, we can push them open and pull them open. But normally, when you have a door, you have a handle that you turn to open and close. And on that image of the painting, there's no door handle on the outside. Which means that if we are talking to Jesus, we're calling for him, and he comes to us, and he's knocking, we are the ones that have to open the door. Right, we're the ones that have to let him in. And so we can ask, we can seek, we can find, we can do all these things. Knock and the door will be open to you. So in the same way, like if Jesus comes knocking on our door, says, hey, I want to I tell you something. I want to share something with you. I have, a, I have an answer for your prayers. If we don't open the door, we're not going to get the answer. If we don't open the door, we're not going to discover what he has to share with us. And so what's important in this, in this analogy is it's a two-way street. It takes effort on our part, and it takes effort on God's part. Now, we know that God, who is good, is never going to um, forget about it. He's never going to leave us by. He's never going to ignore us. But is he always going to give us every single thing we want? What do you think? He's really not. He's not a magic genie in a lamp, okay? I just watched Aladdin the other day. I love the scene when Aladdin meets genie for the first time. He's like, infinite cosmic powers. Eee, be little living space. Right? Have you ever seen that in like the cartoon Aladdin? Like the good Aladdin? Not the live action Aladdin? Yeah. They shouldn't have done certain things in live action. Some things they should have. They didn't ask my opinion. So yeah, like in the same way, God, infinite cosmic power. And yet he comes to us, his body and blood, in a host, eety be little living space. Like, that is Jesus. That's really him. It's not, a, it's not just an image. It's not just a symbol. It's not just a, well, that's nice that you think that. No, like, it's literally, in the most literal way you can be literal, God's body and blood. So God is constantly seeking us out. So what does this mean for us? Like, what does this mean for the students of St. Bernard's, the teachers of St. Bernard's, the parishioners of St. Bernard's. It means that we have to put effort in to what we do with our faith. Just like we put effort into what we do for math and science and English and everything else. Like what we do with our sports and our extracurricular activities. Like faith has to be as is, is equally important as everything else. And so when it comes to prayer, Right? And I've been thinking about this lately. And I see you do your prayers, and you, and you do a good job. But are you, 
Are you doing it just because it's the action that needs to be done, or are you thinking about it? That's something for each of you to discern on your, on your own selves. Like, am I doing this just because it's what I need to do right now? Like, all right, I'm going to do the meal prayer because everyone else is doing it. Like, blah, 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 blah. Or am I actually like, wow, Lord, thank you for the food today. So there's a part about all this that, that leads us to a, a big word, authenticity. Say authentic. Right? So like to be authentic means to, to really mean what we say and do. We want to be authentic in our actions. Like, you know, you all have tasks, you all have jobs. Like I, I see the people that hold the door and like, you know, I... I I truly believe that those people, one, enjoy holding the door. I'm not sure exactly why, but I'm happy you do. But secondly, because, like, you are authentically, like, helping your friends. You're, you're, you're aiding the group in that moment. In the same way, like, when we do stuff in the classroom, when we do stuff here at Mass, like, we want to be authentic in our prayer. And so we just think about that. Like, prayer doesn't have to be a long uh, stretched out kind of like big like I'm going to say all these words you know there's other parts of scripture that talk about you know the Pharisees who are up there saying like Lord look at me I'm a sinner blah 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 and then you have like the actual like text like God I'm sorry you know sometimes simplicity is good right simplicity can be a really good thing when it comes to prayer so recap a lot of stuff right if we authentically speak to the Lord, if we really ask, like, Lord, I, I need this. Lord, I, I want help. Lord, I'm, I'm seeking you. He's going to find us. He's going to answer us. He's going to respond. It may not be in the way that we expect, so we have to get used to that, but he's going to respond. It also requires us to cooperate with him. It, allows, it requires us to open up to him. Like, if, if he's knocking, we've got to open the door. We've got to be like, all right, come on in, Jesus. Like, Love to have you. And it's through that perseverance, it's through that continual, like, it's not just, I tried one time, and I guess it didn't work, so I won't do it again. Like, it's every day, every hour, sometimes every minute, of like, Lord, I'm coming to you. And it, it only, it ends in this authenticity, this authentic, like, my prayer is simple and short and sweet. I've got, I don't have a lot of fancy words to give you today. It's just like, help me, you know, can be a simple, simple prayer. Even the name of Jesus, just by saying Jesus in an authentic way is a prayer. Did you know that? Like, just by saying, just calling his name has power. Like, how amazing is that? But we have to do it authentically. So, think about how you pray. Think about what that looks like in your life. Think about when you do that, where you do that. And then lastly, think about what, what maybe needs to change in me? What needs to grow? Like, this is a great time of your lives to, to, like, expand your prayer life. I mean, you're not stuck and rooted like some of us older people, right? You have a lot of flexibility. Like, use that. So, we come to him humbly. We come to him authentically to ask him for our needs, knowing that he will respond, and we do it persistently. We do it over and over and over. We never grow tired of seeking God.